I'm Bethany. And I'm Jade. And we're too old. And still reading. (laughs) Still not knowing. Welcome to this episode of the book unboxing. Nope. For no reason. (laughs) I keep saying and to like still reading and there's no and in there it's unnecessary but i mean the and is like interpretive because oh. of the colon not the colon the semicolon okay welcome to this episode of book unboxing where we share our first impressions of a book we've never read today jade introduced me to winterwood by shay earnshaw how'd you find this book jade i found this book because i asked the subreddit ya lit I asked specifically for a book that just screams, curl up with a blanket on a frosty December day to read me. And this was one that was recommended. Perfect. Those are the vibes we want. Yeah. I would say the user, but the whole like thing about Reddit is being anonymous. So out of respect, I'm going to leave it off. But <laughs> if you're listening and you remember, I, that was me. I did it. <laughs> and you want to like say it's you, feel free. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. You can find us on Twitter where it's less anonymous. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you said fight us on Twitter. Fight us now. <laughs> I don't want to do that. We just got done watching a uh, Bachelorette, or uh, we just got done watching a Bachelor. What is that fucking show called? <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. I'm really sorry. Today is not my day. We were just watching Bachelor in Paradise, and there was some fighting happening. So that's that's just the vibes we're carrying through to this podcast. <laughs> sorry, coming into this aggressive. <laughs> But yeah, that's the story of how I found this book. And I don't know anything about it. I got a total of seven recommendations. This is just the one I picked because honestly, it had our favorite cover. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. The other ones were good recommendations. I think they all sounded interesting. But we do have to come into this as blind as possible for it to be interesting. So Mm -hmm. so yeah, do you want to describe this cover art a little bit? I would be delighted to. So this cover art is the word... Winterwood and the author's name, Sprouting Tree Branches. Possibly roots. It could be a root system kind of situation. But either way, it's very like viney and veiny. No, scratch that. That's a weird <laughs> word. That's a weird way to describe something. But I, I feel like you understand what I'm saying, right? Lightning. <laughs> oh, it does kind of look like lightning. Yeah, I guess I was going because it's Winterwood. Right. I went straight to like tree 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 roots. But lightning is a good descriptor for what it kind of looks like. And it's this really pretty like ombre, lighter, bluey, white color into this darker blue. And my favorite part is it just has two big ass crescent moons. (laughs) They're not that big. (laughs) But they're very like eye catching. It's just a crescent moon on the top of the book and a crescent moon on the bottom. Right. There's only so many things to look at on this cover. True. And the title and the author name are in the middle. Yeah. With the big crescent moon, crescent moons in the top and bottom. So they're very impactful. And they're gold. Yes. So yeah, I'd probably look at it more if it was sitting on a shelf in front of me. It has like twinkly stars too in the branches. Oh, and yeah. I just, I like the like ambiance of this cover. Are you looking at a big version somehow? Because I tried clicking on it. it um, It's not that big. It's the Goodreads one oh. as well. But mine's definitely bigger. You're using the app. I'm using the app, yeah. It's not letting me look at it. Like, I can't. <laughs> so, you're laying out so tiny. It's like, hmm. That's why I said lightning. <laughs> I can't click on this to make it any bigger, though. So, this is it. it. And I can't zoom or anything. So, I'd have to like Google it, which doesn't feel worth the effort. 
One day we're going to have a whole, like, tech. This whole room is going to be tech-friendly. Uh, and we can look at it on a big screen. Yeah. Mm. We can really get into the detail. Yeah. We'll bring a graphic designer in for commentary. <laughs> I would read this, but I really don't want to. <laughs> oh, you, you mean the synopsis. Yes. Okay. I can read it. I decision about the book. I hate it. I was like, um, Bethany, you're skipping a little to the end of the episode, but I understand if you want to cut this one really short. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very sniffly for those at home in case we're somehow able to edit all of that out. <laughs> I've never tried, so it'll be a first. Um, yeah, do we want to dive into the book description and it. see what we think? This, I mean, the book description might just be the whole novel. It is quite lengthy. It's super long. Um, so I'm going to do my best, but I can't guarantee I won't get bored halfway through and give up. All right. Be careful of the dark, dark wood, especially the woods surrounding the town of Furhaven. Some say these woods are magical, haunted even. Rumored to be a witch, only Nora Walker knows the truth. She and the Walker women before her have always shared a special connection with the woods, and it's this special connection that leads Nora to Oliver Huntsman, who I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what he does. <laughs> the same boy who disappeared from the camp for wayward boys weeks ago. All right. Years would have been a little more dramatic, but... The kid goes missing, though. It's pretty dramatic. You're right. You know what? I'm, <laughs> I would like to retract my earlier statement. I forgot we're, this is YA and we're children. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, um, now I've got... Now we were a little weird. I'm just going to finish the sentence. Sorry if it doesn't make sense. Figure it out. And in the middle of the worst snowstorm in years, that's when he goes missing. Right. He should be dead, but here he is alive and left in the woods with no memory of the time he's been missing. But Nora can feel an uneasy shift in the woods at Oliver's presence. And it's not too long after that, Nora realizes she has no choice but to unearth the truth behind how the boy she has come to care so deeply about survived his time in the forest and what led him there in the first place. What Nora doesn't know, though, is that Oliver has secrets of his own, and then he does. Secrets he'll do anything to keep buried, because as it turns out, he wasn't the only one to have gone missing on that fateful night all those weeks ago. Weeks again. I'm sorry. But I'm, something about the weeks, though, is still like... <laughs> You're like, it's not very dramatic. It, yeah, it's not. For as long as there have been fairy tales, we have been warned to fear what lies within the dark, dark woods. And in Winterwood, New York Times bestselling author Shay Earnshaw shows us why. And then there's also a little blurb about this being a haunting romance perfect for fans of practical magic where dark fairy tales and enchanted folklore collide after a boy believed to be missing emerges from the magical woods and falls in love with the witch determined to unravel his secrets which i honestly i should have just read that part that was better (laughs) (laughs) no we needed to know a little bit more yeah you're right you're right i will say i did like practical magic it's been i love that movie been a hot minute since i've seen it but it's got those goodbye earl vibes (laughs) that's how i remember it oh do they kill someone in practical magic isn't that that movie I, th- I thought practical. I thought practical magic was the one where they like make a man. <laughs> Is that a different one? Do they no. kill him then? Because yeah, the abused sister comes and she has to go rescue her, oh. and they come back to and her kids are finding their magic, but she's trying to suppress it because blah blah blah. I could be wrong. I'm gonna look it up because now I'm like, what movie but am I'm I thinking sure they of? They bury him and like there's frogs. I know exact. I know the movie you're okay. talking about. <laughs> But I guess I was just picturing... Okay. Oh, no. Okay. That is... Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess because he does get reanimated. Yeah, they do. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. (laughs) Spoilers. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. But it's even more goodbye early because the person that ends up coming looking for him is a detective and they have to, like, explain it away. Oh, do you think... I don't know. When did that song come out? (laughs) 
I think it's around the same time. Hold on, you guys. Everybody, pause, folks. <laughs> Hang on a second. We have to get to the bottom of something. Practical Magic came out in 1998 because now, now I just have questions. <laughs> and Goodbye Earl was released in 1999. Because <gasps> hmm. <laughs> would they have been making it? I mean, they could have technically written it the same year and then released it later. But the, and the vibes yeah. are so similar. That's interesting. I was going to say, um, but this book, as you're reading it, you know, they did this whole, um, he's got secrets that he needs to stay buried. And I was like, is that leading? Is that a leading buried? Is there someone literally buried in the woods? <laughs> he killed someone. He killed somebody too. <laughs> and we're back around. <laughs> yeah, you know, what did he do in the woods? That's what I'm what saying. was he doing in there? Why was he missing? He For didn't weeks. go missing. He made someone else go missing. <laughs> Does it make you want to read more? Does this synopsis make me want to read more? Yes. It's a good question. I, interestingly enough, think the long synopsis, not so much. (laughs) I think I'm really still caught up on the weeks thing. Like... Mm -hmm. But the shorter blurb at the bottom, comparing it to Practical Magic, does make me want to read more because I, I like I like those vibes, and it does seem that like there has to be some kind of murder mystery happening here. I think you're right, and that interests me. I, I do find it interesting that the smaller blurb made it sound like the boy was falling in love with the girl, and not the other way around. Yeah. So who's our protagonist? Yeah. Who who chases who first? <laughs> That's a good question. I think I'm also like a little annoyed that his name is Huntsman. Right. Like how Snow White are you going here? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Would you want to read this based on this synopsis? I like that it's a one shot book. (laughs) I Yeah. So it wouldn't be like if I was if so thinking about the day that you're envisioning that you would sit down to read Mm -hmm. a winter book like you've got nothing else going on. You're buried deep in snow. The radiators are going hot. Yeah. (laughs) So like why not just do a one onesie book fast? quick easy that's actually an excellent point because it's those are a little harder to come by yeah i think so at least in our purview yeah yeah our type of books yeah it seems like it's way more popular to have multiples and it's only 323 pages also this came out in 2019 just to throw out there so it's a little older but not like offensively long ago (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but that's not very long i feel like either that is like a short I guess depending on how fast you read. To my be fair. is people say my my book is this long or my book is this long. And I'm just I have literally no idea what that means. <laughs> that's to- actually that's fair because it's kind of arbitrary because all like they publish books differently and sometimes the pages are like thicker and sometimes they're super thin or the words are like bigger. I don't know. It, yeah, it's just like I just need to see the size of it and I'll tell yeah. you if it looks small or not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a thickness. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> a thickness rating. <laughs> How thick is this one? This one sounds like it would have like a two out of five thickness. Yeah, I agree. This is an aside, but I just looked this book up on Amazon too, and the cover picture that Amazon shows is different. This one is on a white background where the other one on Goodreads is on a darker background. It doesn't matter or mean anything probably, but it's interesting. Oh, it looks like the paperback is white and the hardcover is black. Oh, why are they going to be like that? (laughs) Trying to make me spend more money for the cooler cover. You'll like this. Okay. Okay. So the dedication page, according to the Kindle version, (laughs) simply says... To all those with wild hearts. Oh, I love it. No period. Perfect. 
Yeah. No punctuation at all. To all those with wild hearts. I love when people make dedications like that because truly if I was an author and I had to write a dedication page, that's probably what I do do too because like trying to single somebody out is just too much pressure <laughs> right. for me personally. But I also love it because it, it automatically makes you feel like part of it. Right. You're like, I have a wild heart. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Love it. I do. Okay, and then she starts her book with a quote by C.S. Lewis. I do not think the forest would be so bright, nor the water so warm, nor love so sweet, if there were no danger in the lakes. So if the, there has to be a little bit of danger to make, like, the good feelings feel good. Oh, okay. I just got, like, serious Damon vibes from that. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you remember when Damon Salvatore is explaining what a, kind of a love Elena wants? And he's like... I don't know. He says you want to like passionate, like all-consuming, maybe even a little danger. Or <laughs> I'm probably misquoting, but interest. I love that. That C.S. Lewis <laughs> Damon vibes. Wait, yeah, is C.S. Lewis the? Is that the Narnia person? <coughs> is that totally somebody else? C.S. Lewis is Narnia. Is yeah. Narnia? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know that's closely related <laughs> to Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know. I'm of the camp that I usually appreciate when something opens with like a quote yes. or like I like I like the mood being set a little for right. me. It's like historically there's a precedent for the story that's about to come. Yeah. <laughs> so let us get into the first sentence of this book, which starts with a prologue. Just at a passing glance, the first sentence is very short, but I'm just going to say it and then we can marinate on it a little. See what we're feeling. A boy went missing the night of the storm, period. <laughs> you gotta say it with more intrigue. Okay, 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 I can do that. <clears throat> A boy went missing <laughs> the night of the storm. Was that was that an intriguing enough? That was definitely more intrigue. For sure. Cool. <laughs> Did my best. That didn't do nothing for me. I think it's it's an interesting start. Yeah, I'm like I've had better first sentence feelings, but this is not, it's not a loss yet for me. Okay. Would you like to hear a little more? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, Jade's face had confusion <laughs> on it. <laughs> I like, I get anxious reading out loud, so I, I usually like skim ahead, you know, totally. so that my brain knows what's coming. Oh no. But for some reason, the this first part, I, my like brain, my brain like couldn't make it make sense, but I, I think I'm okay now. Okay. The night snow sailed down from the mountains and howled against the eaves of the old house as if through gritted teeth, cruel and baleful and full of bad omens not to be ignored. Wow. That's very descriptive. That I like the I like that they threw baleful in there. Yeah. I like you really hear that a lot. You don't hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I probably couldn't like define it for you, but I feel like it makes me like feel something. Right. The, you don't really have to define it. You get what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second sentence better, in my opinion. I'm, yeah. more in, I'm more interested. I think so. I mean, I feel like this is going to be one of those prologues that's like, it's all just about setting the mood, you know, and the chapter one is actually going to be like a lot different of a feel. Like it's going to be like, do-do-do-do-do versus baleful winds. <laughs> Night snow sailed down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is supposed to be like prose. Yeah. To evoke emotion and not really, like, tell us a lot. Mm -hmm. Very insightful. I agree. 
I won't go like too far into this prologue, but I do like the next sentence. Okay. The electricity flickered like Morse code. Ooh. Ooh. What messages are they trying to send? Yeah. Okay. So I, I swiped because <laughs> okay. we're on a Kindle. <laughs> so it is accurate to say swiped, not turn the page. But I wanted to go forward to see if we could read the first like actual sentence yeah. of the chapter. But the next page, it's not like a chapter title or a number. It just says Nora. Oh, we're changing perspective. Yeah. Which also makes me interested if it's going to be from both yeah. her and the boy's perspective, which I always love. It's always interesting because then you as the reader has all of the information Mm -hmm. and you're watching them figure the fuck out (laughs) on the book. Yeah, it feels good to have like some inside information for once in life. (laughs) Okay, I'll read the first sentence of this. Never waste a full moon, Nora, even in winter, my grandmother used to say. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Tells you a lot. Yeah, it's yeah a lot of like history, context. Relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Stop reading. Sorry. (laughs) I am just reading. (laughs) That's not what we're here for. (laughs) Yep. There's Oliver. Oh, okay. Skipping ahead to the next chapter, and it is titled Oliver. So chapter one or chapter two. They just keep flipping back and forth. I love that. Yeah, that's fun. Who needs chapters? Who needs titles? Yeah, why do you need to know how many chapters you're doing? Get out of here. What is that doing for you? Nothing. (laughs) Honestly, I'm reading the Shadow and Bone series. And I'm not going to guess a chapter number because I don't want to exaggerate. But the first book, they were short chapters and the chapter numbers just like kept climbing. Oh, God. You know how many books do that and they <laughs> yeah. do, you're just suddenly in chapter 73 and you're like, how did I get here? What the <laughs> fuck? I don't actually want to know that I've read that many chapters. No, like it kind of, I don't know. It makes me feel a little like anxious. Like, right. Um, I Just give me a page number. <laughs> I feel like we've probably gotten as much as we're going to get from our first sentence look without just continuing to read the book, (laughs) (laughs) which if I don't know if we leave that part in, you'll know Bethany had to take the phone away from me. (laughs) So I stopped reading ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Would we like to look at some user reviews? Yeah, let's go for it. The ratings are kind of like, so overall, there's a... 3.85 3.85 stars out of 5. And that doesn't seem bad to me, but it's not mm-hmm. 4, and that bothers me. <laughs> no, me too. Like, I immediately have opinions. Right, reservations. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's only 3 stars? <laughs> yeah. Out of 13,226 reviews, so it has been read, like, quite a bit. I think so. People took the time and felt compelled to come here and tell us about it. Mm-hmm. And, like... The rating breakdown, a lot of it is like the mid-range. Like the majority, 39% falls into the four-star category. Whoa. That seems like a lot, right? Yeah, I think so. There's just some very opinionated one-star people out there. Apparently. But the I don't I don't even I I don't know math. But only six percent is two stars and one percent of reviews are one stars. Oh. Which seems very low. Yeah, I agree. How many three stars are there? For three stars, we have 24%. Okay, so let's just bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Some people were like, this is just an okay book. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of probably what the, like, the breakdown of ratings tells me. Okay. Nilifer Ozmakik, whose name I could be pronouncing incorrectly, and I'm very sorry, but they gave this a four star, and they say, my teeth are tattering, carrying three different blankets on my shoulders and turning myself into human burrito, still trembling, shaking, feeling the cold in my body and in my soul at the same time after reading this so dark, intense, thrilling, nerve-bending, 
fascinatingly told, which aka Walker, aka Moon Girl, and Lonely Abandoned, sad, sweet, green-eyed boy's heart. Well, <laughs> green-eyed boy's heart-wrenching, bleak, unique love story. And I, I didn't realize this was, sentence was so long until I was already in it, and it was too late. <laughs> yeah, there was that was a full one sentence. Yeah, fascinating. Oh, and if I I scrolled further down, and they, their actual rating is a three and a half stars. Oh. But it rounds up to four because of Nora, apparently the main character. Oh. Oh, yes, because it was impossible not to love introverted, lonely, sad, strong Nora, who truly finds her soulmate at the mortal world. Spoiler. I'm just kidding. I wonder if that... Well, we know they're falling in love. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> okay, as long as this review is... It is a helpful one. I mean, it has 390 likes. That's probably why, because it does have a lot of, like, yeah, buzzwords. Like, it's this and this. It makes you feel this kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Jessica, with a four star, says, wow, this story is hauntingly gorgeous, enchantingly mysterious, and supernaturally lovely. It is a slow burn, which are my favorites, so. Yeah, okay. That's helpful information. If you are into slow burn, maybe a good read. But if that is not your thing, that might be where some of those one and two star, three stars come from, possibly. (laughs) Okay, so Chelsea Humphrey rated it three stars. She says, oof. (laughs) I really wanted to give this one a higher rating because the writing is just so beautiful and atmospheric. But the predictability of the plot and the gaping holes in the character development left me wanting more. That's all. I don't want to read any more of that, but that's interesting. That is interesting. We have to jump to conclusions about, like, how we get to where we are. We're like, okay, I guess if I'll, I'll say this. If they if they had better character development, they surely would have gotten here anyway, mm-hmm. but we have to make a leap of logic or something. And That is interesting. This is not super important either, but I, I scrolled down in that review, and they also stated that I have heard that the final copy, copy will be different from the advanced reader copy I received. And I'm very excited to see what changes are made. And that's interesting to me because I don't think I realized – I didn't know that, like, authors did that. Like, that they change stuff after. I guess maybe that just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, advanced reader copies are mostly to get reviews and stuff out there into the world. Right. So you wouldn't think you'd want to change, like, too much. That's what I thought. But maybe they realized there was a weird hole they didn't notice. And so they had to fill in, like, a few sentences here and there. (laughs) I guess maybe. I don't know how it would change that drastically. Got a two-star review from Samantha. 2.5 stars, wonderfully atmospheric and a quick read, but with a twist you can see from a mile away. An overly slow plot and insta-love. Uh-oh. I thought it was a slow burn. Yeah, that's actually really confusing because that feels juxtaposed. Now I'm one like <laughs> now I'm wondering what is the slow burn? Slow burn is that they fell in love, they just were too timid to kiss right away. <laughs> you know, maybe. <laughs> Welcome to YA. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea Ashwood gives this a three stars, and I very much appreciate their opening review sentence. Maybe I haven't been in the best mood to read this book. (laughs) It's very honest. It is very honest, very vulnerable. I appreciate that they can understand how their own, like, state of being could impact the reading of a book. Very insightful, Andrea. But then they go on to say, the beginning was great. I was caught up, but I don't know if it was the book or my state of mind that I started to leave it and I have been reading it gradually until I finally finished it. They say that the author repeats things too many times. 
as if she had to make it clear that we had to focus on that. And then the two supposed plot twists are reduced to a deduction that you guess at almost 100 pages and is revealed on the last 50 as if it weren't a great revelation. That's the second. Is that the second yes. review we've read? Yes. That's, yeah, okay. That's interesting. So they're going for the twisty feel, but they, they revealed it to us too soon Yeah. by forcing us to focus on important facts. Mm-hmm. And they could have just slipped it in and like let it go kind of feeling that's too bad that's like good to know if you still intrigued by the concept of this story that it might not be like full-on mystery right or it might be easily solved mystery <laughs> I, I do appreciate a, a rainy miss casual casually reading as their handle says um included a cute little gif with a winter scene Aww. on it with a cabin and s- snow falling like that's the vibes still only gave it a three star they said it was a perfect winter read, so everyone just says beautiful and atmospheric. That's so funny. So the writing's really good. It's just not good storytelling, maybe. Okay. Yeah, because there were several reviews that commented on the atmosphere. For sure. Yeah. Which, that's probably what could make it the perfect winter read, is if you're just looking for, like, setting. Right. <laughs> it's like a good movie that's on Netflix that you've mm. never heard of before, but, like, looks cute, and you watch it, and you're like, okay, I'm glad I watched it and never have to watch it again. <laughs> perfect. That's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, this is exactly basically what I asked for in my Reddit post, so right, well yeah. done, Reddit. Do <laughs> uh, you want to go through any more reviews? I feel like we have... a Pretty good sense from the little handful of reviews we read. Okay, I'm sorry. I was oh. I asked you that question and I immediately <laughs> read some a one star from Lynn and they said they're finally, finally done. So they're gathering their thoughts and so now it's time to get down to it. Hang on to your butts for a highly disappointed reader's opinion. It gets one highly over generous star for the brief bit of haunted woods and the cool witchy ancestors. And then it just says, edit, be warned, this is a highly scathing review. More so than I'd intended it to be. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Damn. All in bold. Damn. I don't want to keep reading, it's probably a little spoilery, but I I love the, the passion that this invoked from somebody. That's a long-ass review, holy shit. I do love when people get very passionate about their reviews, very in-depth. And I'm pretty sure Goodreads, like when you do your reviews, I thought there's like a filter you can set. Like, if your review has spoilers in it, but it is entirely possible because I'm not saying it like on the app or like any of these reviews saying like contain spoilers. So now I'm just wondering if I'm getting this confused with the app that I use for (laughs) K-dramas. Oh, no, not the (laughs) K-dramas. Which is possible, which is a little bit of a a bummer if Goodreads doesn't have like a filter like that where you can mark your own reviews because it's quite possible and likely that in these unboxings, we're going to spoil something for that's ourselves. A, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you can say you're not being spoilery, but just by saying a few certain words, because we are intelligent human beings, we can put two and two mm-hmm. together or whatever. Even if you try to stay away from spoilers, it might not be good enough. And who's like moderating that shit? There's what? There was like 3,000 English reviews or something. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Does Goodreads have mods? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For each and every single book. Kind of wild. I doubt they it. Do. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel confident moving on from reviews, though, at this point. Okay. Well, because of those reviews, would you still read it? Yes, I think I would. But it would have to be a situation where I have nothing else to read. Right. Which is hard to find. That's not a likely yeah. scenario to find myself in. Yeah. 
Or I'd have to see like see a physical copy of the book and get a true sense of how short it is. If I felt like I could like just knock it out right. in like a day and I don't know, I was in the mood to just like follow through on one of these unboxings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably will at some point. <laughs> oh, shit. Then I might, but I, I feel like I wanted to love the concept more than maybe I might in execution. What about you? Yeah, it, would, it has to be the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could do it through audiobook while I'm working one day. I was like bored and like remembered that we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, like the exact scenario we described earlier. Wanted to be cozy up. Want a cute romance. That's also low stakes for me. Mm, yes. <laughs> so like this could be good for that. I agree with the low stakes. I think that, that would be like so important going into this. If I like did choose to read this, it would have to be because I didn't like care too much about like what my day exactly. was going to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Honestly, this kind of reminds me, I w- <laughs> if I was like weighing this book against a book that I've already read, which is called Shiver by Maggie Stiefvater, which Jade knows, but I don't know. I, that's my favorite author. When someone asks me, that's who I say, so. <laughs> I think it true. <laughs> I think so. Um, it's a winter story, and it's about werewolves. <laughs> I raised um, my hand like a freak over here. <laughs> Bethany, like, yes, I have she? something to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, I was just saying I, we, we were describing this book and maybe it's just because of the similar seasonal effect of it. I was just like, now I just want to reread that though oh. instead of this book. <laughs> I love that. I need to read that because I haven't read that one. It's really good. It's also a – it's not a onesie. It's a trilogy and – It'll come to no surprise to anyone that I never finished it. <laughs> yeah. But book one was really good. Book two was okay. And I don't know if I try to start reading three. The only thing, my negative review for it is that it's really sad. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, it's like it's like seasonal depression sad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but a very good love story. It's very interesting. It's an interesting idea about werewolves, too. So, anyway, I this do. is not about that. But, like, that was the vibes that I was getting this whole time when we were talking about it. It was like, well, I'd rather just read that winter book that I already know I like. Mm-hmm. I raised my hand because yes. I just I, – I this could have been something I legitimately dreamed. It would be a little strange to dream it, but you never know. But isn't Maggie Stiefvater making a movie or, like, a show or something based on Shiv- – no, based on Scorpio races. That one. Have you seen that? Um, I know that The Raven Boys was supposed to be getting – a show at some point but i think it got slowed down or it's in like that middle place where things don't get made or things might get made maybe i saw about scorpio races but i didn't no i don't think i did i could have made it up it's i'm telling you sometimes i have a hard time knowing if something happened or if it was a dream i wouldn't be surprised her shit's so good and that is a onesie if you're interested in for like an autumnal like november <laughs> that's a good book to read in november november scorpio races is well that was a hundred years ago <laughs> So, no. <laughs> I don't know. The first article that popped up when I tried to Google Scorpio Races movie was from 2015. Oh, shit. Yeah. Still 2015. Well, I guess maybe I mean, I swear I thought I saw something somewhere, but obviously I didn't. Or maybe I just saw something else about horses. <laughs> this is not that important. It's not even what we're here for. But now I'm just, I'm like mad about it. Now I'm straight. I'm just making stuff up. You You're guys. making it up. Everyone. Let's look up Shiver. Maybe 
we're thinking about that. I do need to read Shiver because I love the name of it and I love the way the covers of those books look. Very I think they're pretty. Yeah, they're so pretty. Who knows? Who knows what I get up to in my own head? You have to ask yourself, though. Like, what was my brain thinking? <laughs> Who knows? Did you even read Scorpio Races? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. I remembered that it only, like, cemented because I know she's your favorite author. And I was mm-hmm. like, you got to tell Bethany about that. <laughs> but, like, that could have – that might not be real. <laughs> be a good movie. Yeah. I've, I mean, I only know, like, the vague – I know the premise of it. And that does Burger sound like horses. it would be, yeah, a very cool, like, movie. What are we doing here? Anyway, so we're clearly not reading this book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've already moved on to talk about other books. Yeah, so yeah, read it or leave it. Unless someone like put it in front of me or bought me the audiobook, I don't see how I would seek it out. Same. Yeah. I agree with that assessment. But it does sound like if anything that we said to you resonated or you vibed, that it could be a really good like one off, like. I don't, this isn't a visual format. Oh my god. <laughs> I just did the dusting your hands off yeah. gesture. I don't know. Yeah, if your to be pile is getting low, to be red pile is getting low, you could add that because it's almost winter. Mm-hmm. And we will have published this during winter because we're amazing. That's what we said we're doing. <laughs> um, and if you think it was good enough to read, let us know. And we can reconsider our opinions. Yeah, please do. If you read this, feel free to tweet us at Tosser Podcast. T-O-S-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Nice. <laughs> when I did that. <laughs> you did. Ooh, I just I started sweating a lot more. Just like <laughs> I <laughs> trying, had, like, to spell it. Trauma flashbacks to like fifth grade spelling bee. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? I was talking to my husband, Justin, the other day, and I said, oh, you need to follow our Instagram, which is also Tosser Podcast. So I said, you need to go follow Toss- Tosser on po- on Instagram. And he was like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh, no. I, had to, I was like, oh, it's too old still reading the podcast. And he's like, oh, oh okay. He's never thought about it in the oh. He's never, he's seen the, he's obviously seen the logo and all that kind of stuff, but he doesn't like, he doesn't read shit like the same way we do. So he would just said T-O-S-R. He wouldn't say Tosser. I guess that does make sense. That's fair because we styled it like in the vein of too long, didn't read. That's what that is, right? So T-L-D-R and you would say it T-L-D-R, not like told her. But yeah, we should have said we should say T O S R. But I don't like saying that. No. And at some point in our history, we were like just saying tosser apparently, and then just didn't translate that to anyone else. That was just for us, okay? Yeah. Well, this yeah, this is their this is your explanation now. Yes, tosser, not T O S R. About six months into listening to this podcast, I guess it will be by the time yeah we get to this part. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> That's okay. I don't even know if we've said like. Tosser. I feel like we probably have, but it's possible we've just like very rarely say our own podcast name. Well, because we do talk about our Twitter handle. Yeah, what do we say then? And I probably say at Tosser Podcast because that's the way I, I read it. Yeah, with <laughs> literally no explanation. That's so funny. Oops. It's, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I can't believe you recreated that moment. Good. We lost some of our audio. We're <laughs> going back and fixing it. And you, I, you, I, you would not believe this. But I just hit my microphone again in the same way that I did earlier. Like, I cannot be stopped. Nope. 
this audio is going to be a disaster. Sorry, this is a very messy episode. We're doing our best over here. So thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. Follow us on our socials, Twitter and Instagram at Tosser Podcast. Yeah, so life's too short. So read what you like. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.